We are joined in this segment by Subdistrict 4 School Board member Mike Zimmers. Mike, good morning. Thank you for the time. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, just going over this uh, uh, plan from District 186 that was released yesterday, and obviously it was discussed at length at the school board meeting last night. I, 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 I'm skeptical about a lot of things, too, and I understand you are, too. You're, you're not really for pe- putting people in the classroom, huh? Well, not at this time. And I, and I will say this to you, Chris. I, I think the superintendent and her staff, and all the employee groups, uh, you know, that are associated with the district. I think they've done a great job of putting a plan together uh, of what they know at this time. And, and I think the protocols, in their mind, they they think they've set up things uh, to be safe. But I've got a lot of reservations about it because I think there are a lot of unknowns. Um you know, we still have families and people and teachers that are that are taking vacations to the south and, and, and hot spots. They're coming back to Illinois. They're coming back to this community. Um, in, in, we still have a 3%, around a 3% positivity rate here in, in Sangamon County. And so in, in my mind right now, I, I don't feel like it's totally safe for, for us to return to school. That's why I'm advocating to start with remote learning. Well, with the other part of this, too, Mike, is that even with less than 50 percent of the building occupied, I mean, I'm thinking that some people will be will be uh, uh, choosing the, the remote learning. You know, some families will be doing that and the rest of the families are going to be split up, you know, in, in half, you know, under this proposal. So I, I don't know what that number would be, maybe 45 percent or something. Like that. But even with some of those schools at 45 percent, if you're talking about SHS, you're talking about 600, 700 kids and some of the others, you know, very significant amounts, you know, can we logistically meet that IDPH requirement of a temperature check and health questions on 600 kids in one building? Well, that, that's a concern, too, because that's a daily check. And it's not only checking, but you have to uh, uh, log the temperatures every day. And so that becomes a logistical problem, uh, you know, and you have to think about things. Okay, now it's not so bad because you can socially distance the kids outside, but what if it's raining out? So you got to bring all those kids in. And so there's just a lot of logistical things that you have to think about. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure our staff will, will step up, but one of, one of the things I talked about last night, you know, I, I, I really don't want to have anybody get sick. I think we're risking that, you know, adults and students, we're, we're taking that risk uh, that we're going to have uh, students that are going to get sick. We're going to have adults that are going to get sick. And I just don't want to take that risk. And I think we're being naive if, if we think that we're not going to have multiple kids or adults get sick if we bring uh, kids back into the schools. Mike, Greg Bishop over here in the newsroom, what would get you to not have this uh, this perspective? Uh, I, I think if, if we have a positivity rate that is almost nil, I, I would feel comfortable with it. You know, if, we, if a vaccine is developed, um, you know, I, I think we're still in a pandemic. And I, I think people need to be realistic about this. You know, we're, we're not out of the woods on this by any means. I, I think Illinois is kind of in a donut hole here. Every state around us have seen uh, uh, significant spikes. I think it's just a matter of time before it hits here. I, I don't think we're, we feel like we should be isolated here, that, that we're out of the woods. Um, and so I, I think we're still in a pandemic, and I don't think we're going to be out of it anytime soon.
Now, when it comes to um, the teachers' uh, concerns, we're hearing those, of course. Uh, parents' concerns, we've been hearing all morning. Uh, we've been taking calls on this, and some of them are saying they want their kids in school, and there's uh, no other option. Kids need to be in school, and they need to learn to get a quality education. Remote learning right. is not going to cut it. Um, right. So why not wait for, you know, I understand the school board's the one that makes the decisions here, but the, the teacher, the, the parents that are paying property taxes are the ones footing the bill. Why not wait for them to, you know, sound off on this whenever they go to, uh, you know, schedule their kids for, uh, uh, for, for classes and to sign up for classes? Why not wait until you see the lay of the land there on what the parents want to have happen instead of just coming out and opposing any kind of blended option? Well, and I understand that. And I understand parents need to work, and that's an issue. I guess I would say to them, I'm assuming they've worked all summer. What have they done with their kids during the summer summer months? But they do, obviously... but, but, but Mike, I'm sorry. They do that every summer. I mean, that's the case well, every summer. So, well, I, But what do you say to those parents? It's not necessarily just about daycare options. It's about education. It's about ensuring their kids get quality education. And, and I understand that. I know remote learning is not the ideal, but... You know, we have a very professional uh, teaching staff in, in Springfield, and, you know, they're going to step up to the plate and try to give these kids the best education they can give, whether it's remote or it's, it's in person. Um, you know, this, this isn't a Springfield problem. This is a national problem. It's not like Springfield is the only one that's going to be hurt uh, by not having in-person education. But at the risk of what? You know, I, I know parents want their kids in school, but let one of their kids get sick or even worse, you know, that's the alternative. Uh, then, then I guess we have to see how they feel about that. I, I, I don't think people realize that are advocating, uh, you know, the students come into the buildings. They're not the ones that are in there and putting their health at risk. You but, know, it's easy for people to sit on the sideline and say, well, yeah, they should come back into school, but they're not the ones that are in there with the kids and with the adults. Well, and, and I'm just thinking here, you know, questions that are probably popping up in, in listeners' minds, and, and, and these are the types of questions I'm going to be asking you is, if masks work, then then why isn't that okay? If, if, if everybody's going to be required to wear masks in schools, and that's, you know, a requirement for everybody, uh, even at grocery stores or uh, where hardware stores or wherever else, why is not why is that not okay for schools? Uh, it is okay for schools, and, and and I don't have an issue with that. But you know as well as I do, for somebody to keep a mask on for seven seven and a half hours, you know that's not going to happen twenty four seven. You you know yourself. I go into stores every day. There are a lot of people not wearing masks, even though it's required. Right. Um, so, you, you know, it's easy to say, yeah, everybody will have a mask on, but for, to have a mask on for seven hours, um, that's not going to happen on a daily basis. You know, you also have groups out there and parents out there that, that are advocates of no mask. And so schools are going to have to deal with that also. So there's just a multitude of things. It's not just simply kids coming into school and being educated. And, and yes, they're all going to wear a mask and yes, they're all going to socially distance, um, you know, I've been in this business for 45 years. I know kids, um, and I'm not faulting kids, but kids are kids. And will they social distance? Will they wear their mask? I mean, those are just unknowns.
Subdistrict 4, uh, school board member Mike Zimmers is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Mike, another one of the concerns is obviously people scrambling for some kind of child care that they've uh, relied on the uh, city for, you know, or the schools for as they're going along. Has there been coordination with the local daycare centers to make sure that daycare is available to kids that need it when they can't go to school three of those days a week? Uh, you know, specifically, that would be something you'd have to ask the superintendent because I haven't been privy to that. But uh, I, I, I'm sure that there's some coordination because, and the reason I'm saying that, you know, we have early out Wednesdays, and I know the school district, uh, you know, worked cooperatively with uh, daycare centers in Springfield several years ago, and we started that, you know, to provide some services. So I'm, I'm positive there have been discussions about it. Mike, the bus policy of still allowing a symptomatic student on the bus, uh, can, can we keep the other students safe while keeping a symptomatic kid on the bus? I mean, I know you can't leave the kid there, but by the same token, you know, putting him on the bus, doesn't that risk the other 49 since the cap is 50? Yes, yes, most definitely. Part of the problem we're having now, too, and, I, and we realized this last night it was brought up, we don't even have a, uh, uh, the process for testing anyone right now because they've moved our facility to Montgomery County. So that's going to be an issue also. So I, I guess what I'm saying to you, the 3% positivity rate, it may even be worse because we don't know because we don't have a facility here right now to test. Mike, will weekly feedback from teachers as part of this plan overcome the concerns of Zoom learning of being lower quality than in-person instruction? I mean, you know, I read on the plan that the teachers are required to give weekly feedback. Is that going to think, do you think, is that going to smooth over the, any uh, issues with Zoom learning? Uh, yes, that, that's why we've set aside Mondays. That, that's kind of for planning and, and for communication with people and with parents and um you know, like I said, we, we've kind of had a test run with this, you know, last spring uh, when we had to go to remote learning. A lot of our teachers have gone through training this summer around this Canvas program that, that we're going to use district-wide. And so if we have to go remote to start, I think it will be a smoother transition this time because we've been there and, and, and done it and we've worked out some of the kinks. Also, I think people need to be aware uh, we have ordered an additional 2,000 Chromebooks, so every student in this district will have a one-on-one laptop. Uh, so that, that will not be an issue. If we go to remote learning, every student will have a device. Subdistrict 4, school board member Mike Zimmers is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Mike, I know it seems kind of trivial at this point, but uh, I, I don't see how sports can happen with the 50 limit and, and things on that. You know, What is the latest you're hearing from the IHSA, and do we have any chance of having any fall sports? Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. The one thing that I've heard, and, and, and don't take this as gospel, but this is just the uh, – Remember, I've, I've heard that they're thinking about moving football to the spring. That's one of the options. Um, IHSA has kind of been slow on giving information, but that, that's the type of thing I'm hearing. Anything that's a contact sport in the fall, that's a possibility it will be moved to the spring. Wow. All right. Terrific. Well, uh, Greg, do you have anything further for Mike? Or? I, I, how does that disrupt other um, sporting events uh, in the, the – a collaboration between uh, public and private schools when it comes to sports. Uh, I mean, they, Mike, we're obviously going to have a lot more questions on this in the in the days and weeks ahead as we get closer to, to school starting back up. So uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time, and hopefully you'll join us again.
Hey, not not a problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike.